the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Come on, say, turn it around. Open the windows of heaven. Pour out a blessing. Overflow. Turn it around. Open the windows of heaven. Pour out a blessing. We can't come tell Welcome to Beyond the Veil, a ministry of Dayspring Chapel. Arise, shine, and excel. Located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. As Luke chapter 1, verse 78 and 79 tells us, According to the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high has visited us to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet in the path of peace. Now, let's listen in to today's message from Pastor David Oluwadara. Since you have purified your souls, or you have cleansed or purged your souls, your soul is talking about your will, your emotions, you know, your desires, those, you know, those things make up your soul. Since you have purified your souls in obeying the truth, when you obey the truth, you are purged. When you obey the truth, you are cleansed. When you obey the truth, you are, you know, you are sanctified. In obeying the truth, through the spirit, in sincere love of the brethren, love one another fervently with a pure heart, having been born again. Having been born again. It's those who are born again that can do that. Having been born again, now you purify your souls in obeying the truth. It's those who are born again that can obey the truth. It's those who are born again that can obey the truth. It's those who are born again that can purify their souls by obedience to the truth. Having been born again, not of corruptible seed, but incorruptible through the word of God. See, the seed that gave birth to us, the seed of our mother, our father, you know, the seed of human that gave birth to us is corruptible. It's corruptible. It's corruptible. Meaning, it tends to death. It's going to die. It dies. Having been born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible through the word of God, which lives and abides forever. So it's the word of God that is the seed that gave back to us. The word of God is the seed. Amen. The word of God is a seed and it's, that is what has given birth to us. Now the next verse. Say, because all flesh is as grass and all the glory of man is as the flower of the grass, the grass withers and its flower falls away. Now, but the word of the Lord endures forever. This incorruptible seed, the word of God, endures forever. This is the word by which, by the gospel, was preached to you. Chapter 2 says, Therefore, laying aside all malice, all deceit, hypocrisy, envy, and all evil speaking, as newborn babes desire the pure milk of the word, that you may grow thereby, if indeed you have tasted that the Lord is gracious. Amen. So we see here in chapter 2, which is a continuation of chapter 1, that those who are born again 
are now the ones being called newborn babes. Newborn babes. Those who have just been born again, they are now newborn babes. Amen. Okay, Second Peter chapter 1. Those who are born again have escaped the corruption that is in the world. I want to underscore that. Uh, those who are born again have escaped the corruption that is in the world. You know, there is corruption in the world. It's not like there is corruption in Ukraine. There is no corruption in America. Is that true? Huh? We will be like, if you listen to the news, I see if there is corruption in Ukraine, but... There's no corruption in America. Corruption is in the world. Amen. Corruption is everywhere. Corruption is everywhere. Amen. So the scriptures say the corruption that is in the world through lusts. Lusts in the flesh. Now, those who are born again have escaped the corruption that is in the world. The believer has escaped from the power which the rottenness in the world has has over him through the fallen nature. I want you to listen to this very well. The believer has escaped from the power which the rottenness, that corruption is, is rottenness, is decay, is sepsis. You know, the medical term is sepsis. It's, it's all over. This infection is all over. It's a decay, it's rottenness. The believer has escaped the power which the rottenness in the world has over him through his fallen nature because he now has divine nature. Amen. Divine nature. Divine nature is what gives you power over the corruption that is in the world that tends to get to you because of your fallen nature. Amen. Because now you have divine nature. Amen. May the Lord give us understanding. Okay. Okay. So that is the first prescription for divine progress which is divine adoption or divine birth divine birth you've got to be born again to have divine progress that's the first thing the second thing you can call it the second thing is divine desires divine desires or new desires divine desires not the old desires not the old desires, not the old ugly desires, but now divine, beautiful, excellent, holy desires. And First Peter chapter 2 from verse 1 says, desire the word of God. First Peter chapter 2 from verse 1 says, therefore laying aside all malice, all deceit, all hypocrisy, envy, and all evil speaking as newborn babes. If you have been born again, if you are now part of the family, if you have God on the inside of you, if you have the seed of God on the inside of you, say desire because the desire is in you. There is a desire within you. No, and latch on to this desire to eat the food that God wants you to eat, which is his word. Desire the word of God. Desire God. Desire the knowledge of God. If you do this, you will grow. If you eat the word of God, you will grow. There's nobody that will that can grow without eating food. Amen. What you eat. Say you are what you eat. Isn't that what they say? You are what you eat. <laughs> you are what you eat. Same thing with the word of God. Same thing with the preaching that you listen to. If you listen to junk, it will affect your life. And there are churches and there are churches. And there are pastors and there are pastors. Better you listen to the truth of the word of God. So if you desire God, desire the word of God, especially when you are young, when you are new, when you are just giving your life to Jesus, you are a newborn babe. And it says, you know, desire the sincere milk of the word of God or the pure milk of 
the word of God so that you can grow. And growing actually means you lay aside all malice, all deceit, hypocrisy, envy, all those ugly things. You leave them behind. You move forward. That is divine progress. Amen. And you will only be able to leave them behind because the word of God will purge them out of you. The word of God will do the cleansing. The word of God will purge you. Amen. You will get rid of malice, unforgiveness, uh, no bad manners and ugly things. The word of God will purge you. If we allow the word of God to work in our lives, we will be the most excellent people on earth. Amen. The Christians are supposed to be the most excellent people on earth. Amen. The most decent people on earth. Unfortunately, there are those who call themselves Christians. They can pray from now till tomorrow. But if you get close to their lives, it's something else that you see. Mm-mm. It's not supposed to be. The word of God is supposed to purge you of ugly things, bad stuff. To remove those ugly things out of your life and put new things in there. Because indeed, you now have the seed of God. You have the seed of God in you. You have the DNA of God. Amen. It's like you belong in the family. Why are you doing like an outcast? Why are you doing like you don't belong? Why are you doing like you are illegitimate? Why are you doing like you are not part of this family? You don't look like this family. Amen. If you belong to the family of God, look like the family of God. Resemble God. Resemble the people in there. So the second prescription is divine desires. Again, we're talking about prescriptions for divine progress. This is our year of divine progress in his presence. Divine progress in his presence. And there is no divine progress except in the presence of God, except before God, except listening to the word of God, except fellowshipping with God. There is no divine progress. You cannot have divine progress unless you are hearing God, unless you are hearing God directing you, unless you are hearing God saying to you, this is the way walk ye in it. You cannot have divine progress unless the word of God is correcting you. You cannot have divine progress unless the word of God is rebuking you. You cannot have divine progress unless the word of God is instructing you and constructing your life and polishing you unto all good works. So the third prescription for divine progress is diligence. The first one is divine birth or divine adoption. The second one is divine desires. Change your desires. If your desire used to be, you know, on Friday night, you just go out and drink. You know, you just go out and just hang out and just just roam about. Now that you are born again, you're not going to be doing that. You should not be doing that. Just walk in the street. Amen. Amen. If there is prayer meeting at your church, go there. Amen. You can create prayer meeting in your own house. You can read the word of God. Don't just roam about. You don't have such desires anymore. You have holy desires now. New desires. Different desires. So, the third prescription for divine progress is diligence. The third prescription for divine progress is diligence. Second Peter chapter 1. This is so loaded. And I, I just hope to be able to, to put it together for us. Amen. Hallelujah. It's Second Peter chapter 1 from verse... 5 says to us, but also for this very reason, but also for this very reason, what is 
you know, this very reason. For the reason that you are born again, that you have the seed of God in you, verse 3, for the reason that you have been given all things that pertain to life and godliness, for the reason that you have the seed of God that contains all things that pertain to life and godliness, verse 3, for the reason that you have God, the seed of God, the DNA of God on the inside of you that contains, that constitutes all the things that pertain to life and godliness. For that very reason, and for the truth that you have been given, we have been given exceedingly great and precious promises, verse 4. By which we have been given exceedingly great and precious promises, that through these we may be partakers of his divine nature. So, you have God on the inside of you. You have the seed of God on the inside of you. But it's not just that you have God on the inside of you. God has also given you promises. It, not just that he called you. He also promised you. Amen. You have God on the inside of you. And you also have the promises of God that say, I want to do this. I want to make you a partaker of my divine nature. In fact, the fact that you have God on the inside of you, you have the divine nature on the inside of you. So what this place is saying, that verse 4 is saying, basically, so that the divine nature will be conspicuous or will be brought to life in you. So that the divine nature... God will be revealed in your life, will be revealed through your life, or the seed will become fruit in your life. Nobody can see the seed that is on the inside of you, but they can see the fruit. So he's saying that you have the promises of God to bring the seed to fruition, to make the seed bear fruit. You have promises promises. God has promised you. God has said, I will support you. God has said, I will help you. God has said, I will no, I will lift you up. I will encourage you. All of that, the word of God is there. The spirit of God is there. Exceedingly great and precious promises so that the seed of God on the inside of you may become obvious. We hope you have been blessed by today's broadcast. Come worship with us at Dayspring Chapel, located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Again, that's 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Sunday worship is at 1 p.m., Bible study and prayers on Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. You may contact Pastor David for prayers or counseling at 857-266-0778. Again, that's 857-266-0778. Until tomorrow at this same time, Monday through Friday, arise, shine, and excel.